That's good, man. Shit's supposed to be fun. You? Yo. Okay. Go. All right, well, I got you here. We're waiting on the guests. Mm-hmm. I, I guess as we wait on the guests, I can basically... Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls across the world. I'm Digger Jones. That's Two Gun Tony, and this is Digger and Two Guns News and Views. So, it's been—I—I I, I seem to say this a lot. It's been a minute. <laughs> What's that? I always say it's been a minute, man. What, it's been, been a minute? minute. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, long story short, tonight we're—I'm going to have a special guest on the show. So. Tone, what's what's your nickname that I call you? Mr. Nasty. It's Big Tone, aka Mr. Nasty. What if I told you on the show we're probably gonna have somebody nastier than you? Yeah, I want to hear that. Is that possible? First things first, is that possible? Yeah, it's very possible. It's very possible. Word, word. So, I'm I'm old, I'm old school nasty. I'm just you know, I I'm not hip to this new shit yet. <laughs> yeah. So tonight on tonight on the show we're gonna have Nasty Nelly, who, long story short, she is a blogger. She is a mm-hmm. what's it? You can say blogger also, right? That's what a video blog is—a blog, right? Yeah. She's a blogger. She's a blogger. And she's a self-proclaimed yeah, self-proclaimed <clears throat> sex expert. A sex expert. Sex expert, yeah. Where she yeah. at though? Oh man, that's shit. I'm waiting. Hold on, let me go to my messages to see if she said anything. All right. Mm-hmm. But um, long story short, like I said, you know, I think her and I respect each other's work and everything, and. It's one of those collabo things. So, and honestly, she'll be the first female we've ever had on the show, too. Uh-huh. So, I'm a little excited about that. Were but, you like following you said, her before? Hold on, let me see her message. Or did she stop following you after she heard the show? Say that one more time. Were you already following her, or did she stop following you after she heard the show? No, 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 no. Like I said, it was, uh, you know, mutual respect. I followed her first. Yeah, okay. So, but, you know, it's just, we respect each other's work, and I figured it'd be dope to have her on the show, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, right before she gets here, is there anything in the news going on that we missed since the last time we've been out? Mm-hmm. Kodak Black got arrested again. Uh, what else been going on? Wu Tang had the uh, of Mike's and Men documentary, which I've only seen part one. How did you watch the whole thing? Yeah, I'm finished with it. All right, and yeah, I watched all four parts. And it was a, it was good. It was good as hell. Real informative. You know, they touched on everybody. Right. You know, they talked oh. about a little personal issues as far as this <clears throat> and the group, shit like that. And you know how Lamont's not your favorite member, right? Yeah. Have you ca- caught any of his DJ Vlad interviews? I saw one. I don't know if it was out of order, but I got to go look at the rest because I saw they were all up. Which one did you see? I only saw the one where he was talking about uh, all I remember is Vlad said, you one of my favorites all the time. And he was like, yeah. That's <laughs> well, all Vlad- I, I forgot what the topic was. Vlad said <clears throat> to everybody, though. But yeah. Here's the thing, though. I was the last one that I watched. Oh, there she is. Hold on, Nelly. Sure. Hold on a few seconds, but the last one that I actually watched, he was talking about, you know, how Riz's production died out after Wu Tang Forever. But Nelly, you there? 
I am here. Okay, so I'm going to introduce you. So we have, what would you say? Oh, would you say two guns? Sexpert? <laughs> we have Sexpert, blogger, blogger, Nasty Nelly. Nasty Nelly, introduce yourself and tell these people who you are. <laughs> okay. Um, hi, everybody. My name is Nasty Nelly, and um, I would not, I mean, I appreciate the sexpert title, but I don't think anyone is ever an expert at sex. You can always learn more. Um, so I pretty much am just, uh, you know, a girl in her 20s who has had a lot of experiences with sex and relationships and... I'm really open about it, so uh, a lot of people encouraged me to start presenting my content online since I am so open and not, not a lot of people are. So I started to do that, and it's really, um, it's caught on. So that's me. And one thing I wanted to ask you, which you sort of answered, is how did you get started in this? Um, so before Snapchat did its weird update, I actually used to have Snapchat and I would go on there and like talk about my dates or my sexcapades as I would call it. And people were really, they thought it was funny and they thought it was really interesting and they found it entertaining. So people said that I should go on YouTube. Um, and so then it took a while, actually, like a couple of years before I actually took my content to YouTube. So I did that starting in January of this year. And I have now over like 5,000 subscribers. So apparently it's, um, it's catching on to people. I guess they enjoy me talking about sex. So let me ask you a question. In a society where it's almost taboo, where for women to talk about sex or sexual encounters. How do you balance the media? Um, well, I get um, kind of either a black and white response. So either I get people that really love it and appreciate it and find it refreshing. Uh-huh. And then I have the people that absolutely hate it and call me a whore and a slut and a skank and a disgusting degrading reason why society is where it is right now and all that good stuff um so honestly it's just about to me if I can just help one person feel comfortable to talk to me about maybe a sexual problem they're having I get a lot of couples that reach out to me um because you know for example one couple the the husband and wife were having issues because she felt that giving blowjobs was degrading and that was an important part for him of the relationship like this you know keeping them together say it again so you know i kind of i said divorce i didn't even hear what you said i think this is cause for divorce what? He said he thinks that calls for a divorce. Well, yeah, a lot of it's funny because I asked that of men. I asked that of men a lot. I couldn't even hear you too then. It sounds like you can wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't hear him. Say it one more time, too, then. I see it sounds like she's in a rainstorm. Right. An arranged one? Yeah, an arranged marriage. Oh. No, no you know, marriage. it's funny. A lot of women don't like giving blowjobs. A lot of women don't. And, like, that's a subject that we can explore, but there's a lot of reasons why that is. If you don't like giving blowjobs, be a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's a lot of, there's, yeah, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of things that you have to kind of, that's what my job is, though, that's what I do, like, I dig into why you don't like doing it, and what I found is a lot of women are just insecure about what they're doing down there, and, like, for example, you know, my last video was about how to give a blowjob, which is, is, um, gaining a lot of viewers right now, um, 
And so a lot of women are actually now in the comments asking me questions like, how do you make sure that he doesn't feel your teeth? Or can you ask a man if he likes this? Or can you, do you just do it without asking him? Like women want to understand how to do it because I think they know it's something that's important to men. But when you think about it, there's a lot of stuff going down. I mean, they don't call it a blow job, a job for nothing, honey, because it's a job. Like it's hard. There's a lot of things going on down there. So a lot of women are feeling a little bit intimidated as to whether or not they're doing a good job. So they just figure, you know what, let me just not do it at all and just say, I don't like doing that because I would rather that than you know, have my ego hurt because I didn't do it the right way. Those are the women that we need to throw in the trash. No, we do not. Okay. We need to teach them. We need to teach them how to do it. And that's what, that's exactly what my purpose is, is to help people become comfortable, to talk about things. And you know what, at the end of the day, if there's something that you don't like, like for example, I don't know about you guys, but if you're female decided that she wanted to stick a dildo up your butt and you were like I don't do that that's gay or whatever it is that you feel towards it then that you have to understand is probably the same thing that you're asking of a woman who doesn't like giving blowjobs so sex is about what you do to make you feel pleasure like for me I love to give blowjobs it gives me pleasure but for other women it doesn't give them pleasure so why would you expect someone to do something that is not pleasurable to them during an experience that's supposed to be pleasurable I gotcha I gotcha now 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 this is all making sense to me because I'm the kind of guy if you do it you're fine if you don't I'm good too you know what I mean because I understand there's a lot of women who did um, who don't do it, but I've always figured there was a reason for the reason why I didn't get it, if that makes sense. Well, there could be a lot of different reasons. And the first thing I always ask a couple, I ask her, does his junk smell? Because sometimes we don't want to say it because it will hurt your feelings. But at the end of the day, if it's nasty down there, Who's going to want to put their mouth down there? Nobody. But sometimes we don't want to say that because it'll hurt their feelings. So we just rather say we don't want to do it. So that could be one problem. I always tell these dudes, I'm like, look, if it's a situation where you got crotch rot or you didn't wash your balls, it's not going to happen. Like, there are rules to this shit. Like, anytime before I was about to go on a date, whatever or not, you know you got to wash the key areas. You gotta wash under your arms, you gotta wash your balls, you gotta wash your dick, you gotta brush your teeth. <laughs> like that's that's just the way, that's how shit goes down. So Yeah, I agree with you. So that could be one reason why she doesn't wanna do it and um there could be a number of other reasons. There could be trauma, you know, in the past, maybe she was abused. And that was one of the things that she was made to do, you know, during that abuse. There's so many different layers as to why women don't do it. And to just kind of like, you know, push them aside and say, oh, you know, well, if you're not going to do that, then fuck you then. I think that's really insensitive and a reason why, you know, in these days, there's literally millions of memes about men that are trash because men don't take the time to just really understand why a woman doesn't want to put her mouth on your dick. Like, can y'all hear me? you have to understand why. Oh. What's up, Two Gun? Y'all can hear me? Yeah, I can. Okay. Yeah, I'm very, I, I'm very much like a proponent of women to kind of come out of their shell, which is hard to do and be okay with like, for example, a lot of women are ashamed to admit that they masturbate or some women don't do it at all because they feel like that's a man thing to do and that's not appropriate for women to masturbate. So it's just part of what I do is to help everyone, not just women, but everyone feel comfortable about their sexual preferences and also to educate them on things that can happen when you're not making wise decisions when it comes to sex. 
like women that you know my friends that say oh yeah I always make him wear a condom and I follow up with that saying did you suck him raw and she says well yeah I'm not gonna give him a blowjob with a condom and I'm like then why not just let him go raw in your vagina then because it's basically the same thing two guns yeah nasty Nelly for president <laughs> no, but let let me ask you let me ask you a question while we're on the subject. How often a day do you masturbate? Oh, um, I'm busy, so uh, I do not do that more than once a day. It's usually like maybe three times work, a week. Work, 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 work. And this is a question. Yeah, I'm not sitting here trying to and do that. And this is a question I've always wanted to ask a woman. When you masturbate, what do you masturbate to? Do you think about something? Do you watch porn? Like, this is a question I don't know the answer to. Um, it, um, it really depends on, on my mood. So there's like, you know what? I really need to just rub one out right now because I'm stressed. And it needs to be a quick one, though, because I need to get to sleep because I got to wake up early to study because I'm getting my master's degree right now. So Wait, you finished um, it? Wait, hold on. You finished your semester. I think it's important to bring that up. Congratulations to that. Thank you. Thank you. I still have a year left, but, yeah, I finished the hardest semester in the program, so I'm very happy about that. So, you know, I, I get credit um, credits, too. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, so if it's like a stressful night, but I got to get up early to study, then it's really just like, you know, I have I have a vibrator, so I use a vibrator. Um, and I, which is another reason why I try not to do this often, because I actually at one point like desensitized my own clit and I could not actually have an orgasm with a man. So I try not to do it often because that can actually happen. I've experienced that. But anyway, so that's like level one masturbation, like rub one out real quick, 30 seconds, we're good. Then like level two is like I do this whole like fantasy. I usually can like fantasize something in my mind and, you know, I can have that can happen. Um, I can allow myself to have an orgasm that way. And then if I'm like really have time and I'm like, it's like a little treat, then I watch porn and I masturbate. Okay, so I'm not, I can speak for only myself and for me. If it's just like, damn, I got a free afternoon, boom, I'm, I'm like, I'm there. But other than that, this is going to sound very weird for a guy. Mine is maybe like two to three times a month. That's how much you masturbate. That's, seriously. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not judging you. I've had people ask me all the time, is 10 times a day too much? Oh, and, shit. you know, you're like two, three times a day or a month. So, you know, it's, it really is up to the person. Like, I feel like if you're getting a lot of sex or maybe you're getting enough sex to satisfy you, then why masturbate, you know? Oh, so like 10 times a day, you're rubbing the skin off your dick <laughs> yeah I, I you know I get that question a lot actually from men and, and to be honest with you the only time masturbation becomes too much and I tell this to everyone is when it starts to affect your relationships your social life or your like career like if you're missing work because you want to stay home and just you know flog the log all day then that's a problem oh, yeah so yeah. Two gun. Can y'all hear me? Two gun. Yeah. Okay, I can barely hear you. I was oh okay. Sex <laughs> sex is sex yeah. is your subject. Wait, what's he? Barely. I have no idea what he just said. I must look at my ring. Oh, I don't know what he said. He said he masturbates every something. No, I think all I hear is rain. Oh, is it raining somewhere? Uh, not where I am. Are you driving? I am driving, and yes. Let me guess, you have an iPhone, correct? iPhone yes. up every day. <laughs> I do, Yeah, because I know somebody's in the vehicle. 
on. I'm gonna try something. So we all can't Okay, Tugan, I heard you better. Now, Nelly, are you there? I'm here. I'm trying to connect to something. Hold on. All right, hold on. We'll give it a second. Disconnect it from my Bluetooth. Oh, yeah, because you're driving. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Okay, so a question that I actually had for you was based on one of your videos. Okay. Can you explain squirting to the, um, to the masses? <laughs> um, okay. Um, so squirting is basically female ejaculation, uh -huh. similar to how a man ejaculates. Um, not everyone, when I say everyone, not every woman can do it. Um, only some women can. And the biggest question that I was trying to explore when doing this video was, is squirt composed of pee? Um, oh, I'm about to park, so it's about to get a lot better with sound. But, um, so, you know, uh, people ask me all the time, is squirting pee? And, and actually what's really sad about this is that there are still scientists that don't understand the female body. Um, they still don't understand what squirting is exactly, but there was a scientist that did a study in France and he discovered that um, there are, so they did like a, it was actually really interesting. So they pulled all these women and they found 10 women that said that they squirt when they um, have an orgasm or they're able to squirt pretty much. So, um, the sorry the uh the study was done to find out if this squirting or whatever this substance was was actually pee and they were able to find that some of the women actually did have urine in their squirt so because it originates in the skein's glands which is like the female prostate it is somewhat composed of pee and what i also found really interesting was that some women can have an orgasm and not squirt, which is the usual, but some women can actually squirt without even having an orgasm. So they just have a squirting experience and then there's no orgasm. So yeah, it's a really kind of interesting concept. A lot of people still don't really understand it and they don't know, you know, where it comes from, where it originates, all that good stuff. So it was an interesting topic to kind of research. Right. Because, I mean, after I watched your video, I was more confused than before I went in, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of people are like, oh, it's just like her basically peeing. Like, no, it's actually ejaculation. No, th and that's what I was saying. I was like, so it's ejaculate, but some have urine. So is it, you know, it's one of those situations that like, is it a, uh, it's hard to explain for me now. <laughs> no, I totally get, okay, I don't know what this person. Yeah, no, I totally get it. It's, uh, it definitely, when I was doing the research, because it's, it's still not even scientifically understood. And that's the crazy part about it to me is that even freaking scientists don't understand this. And it's like, wow, that you guys will know up and down how the penis works, but you still don't understand how the vagina works right. and that was that was uh, quite fascinating to me okay cool, cool so another question that i wanted to ask you because this is the sex episode is what what was your worst sexual experience and why mm. gosh okay um my worst sexual experience um, I would have to say, 
Okay, without getting too deep, I am actually a victim of rape. So that is definitely the worst experience, but we're not going to get that deep right now. And you know, so I'm sorry I'll go with that. That's okay. I appreciate that. Um, again, another inspiration for why I decided to do this this show and everything. Right. But um, let's see. Another worst experience. Oh, okay. Well, actually, this was actually the most recent experience I had, and it was kind of all-encompassing with not only the sex, but also the, the, the after effects of the experience. Um, I had sex with someone who was a lot smaller than I was expecting as far as penis size, oh, wow. and it's you know it's it's um it's important to understand and i'm actually going to do an episode about whether or not size matters and um can you hear me now i can hear you okay so i think the question i asked you was what was your worst sexual experience Okay, so worst sexual experience, the guy was smaller than I expected. Okay. Um, and the worst part about when um, a guy goes soft in the middle of, <laughs> of sex is when they expect you to help them get it hard again. And to me, it's kind of like, I get that. I understand the concept of like, okay, yeah, I need to like do something to help you get to the point where you need to be. But at the same time, I'm not going to put a soft dick in my mouth because that's unattractive to me. And that's just a total like, that's something that, you know, girlfriends and wives do. But this is like the first time we're having sex and I'm not about that life. So... I, I'm afraid to ask my next question. Okay. What color was he? <laughs> he was black. Oh, Lord, let it stay hard if not heavy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so it was just like, it was just a very disappointing experience. Um, he just, I could just, I don't know if it was performance anxiety because I, you know, I really try not to tell guys about my, you know, content what you and whatnot yeah, beforehand. What yeah, because I feel like there's two, two downsides to it. One is that they expect me to be basically like Tiana Trump and this crazy porn star. And I'm just like, not, um, and number two, and so their expectations are really high. And number two is that maybe they get performance anxiety because they feel I'm judging them. Or they um, feel like their research. Right. Yeah. So, you that. know, I try not to tell people unless they ask or they already know somehow about it so i, I don't that. know if that was a, I, I don't know if his performance was because of that um because i mean i'm not going to sit here and brag but that doesn't happen to me very often so i know it's not something that was me right. um so i think that you know may, maybe it happens to him all the time i don't know but he ended up being kind of a psycho and going crazy on me and typing me these long paragraphs and calling me a whore and whatnot because I basically told him that his performance was whack. And he you know, signed up for them. I mean, yeah, I guess maybe he did, maybe he didn't, but I don't think he was expecting. He the way he talks about himself was that all these women want him and he just doesn't have time for them. And. Got it. So I came in there and basically told him, like, your sex is below par and you have a small dick. And that didn't sit well with him. And um, so then he went off to, you know, tell me everything that he thought about me. An ego um, issue. Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's a good way to put it, is that okay. there was an ego issue. Um, so I would say that whole experience most recently in my mind was probably one of the, one of the top three worst ones. All right. Let me ask you, let me ask you a question. What is on par with you? I'm very, you know, surprisingly to many people's, uh, shock. I'm actually not a freak. Well, how do I say this? I'm a freak, but I would like to be a freak with one person. Okay, so, so you're a freak within boundaries. 
I'm a, no, actually, there are no boundaries when I really love someone. That's like, what I'm I saying. Try, well, your, bound, I, your boundary is you have to love someone. In order to be a freak, yes. Exactly. That's so you're a, freak within, you're, you're a freak within boundaries. Yeah, I guess if, yeah, that's what you want to call it. Right. Um, but yeah, I just, I'm on par with me is like, is not just having, you know, I've seen these, you know, videos of men with these long ass tongues and like all these thirst trap women in the comments talking about, I want some of that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's all cool and nice. But for me, experience is only really great um, when I'm actually emotionally, intellectually connected with that person. The okay. physical comes last for me. All right. All right. So one, one. Can't speak today. So, what is your opinion on threesomes? I've had a couple of threesomes, and um, like I, you know, going along with what I just said, to me they're very shallow. Um, I'm not getting my most amazing sexual experience from a threesome. Okay. Um, it's more of like a fun kind of playful thing to do if you want to just spice things up add a little flavor into your sex life but it's you're not going to get a meaningful amazing experience from it at least for me i got you i got you you know it's amazing though i am 37 years old i have never had a threesome i've never done anal and i've never been in the strip club <laughs> you've never been to a strip club never been to a strip club interesting and I am 37. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But do you feel like you've missed out because of that? Um, here's the thing. When you don't know what to expect, you don't know what you're missing out on. Like, is there anything like you see on TV or movies or anything like to that nature? I don't believe in paying for something that's expendable. Meaning, basically, I'm giving my money to you and I'm really getting nothing in return but slight entertainment, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I really don't see myself spending money on something that's expendable. But you spend money on other things that are expendable. Such as? Like premium Snapchats and shit like that? No. No, I'm talking about you spend money on clothes. Those are expendable. You're going to buy a pair of shoes that you're probably not going to wear in five years. So it has a, it has a shelf life on it. Okay. Whether it be five minutes or five years, they're both expendable. I see your point. But do, I mean, everybody does. When you, when you put it like that, everybody does. I have shirts that I bought that I've worn for a year and they just sit in the closet and I'm continuously buying new shirts. Mm-hmm. So yeah, people have a problem with spending money on strippers. I think that's the real issue. And it's because in a way, I think it makes a man feel like he's paying for attention and it emasculates him. And that's why men are proud or too proud to admit if they go to strip clubs or they pay for things like that. At the end of the day, just like you pay a bartender, just like you pay a business for food, just like you pay a business for a shirt or a pair of shoes, or you leave a tip for a waitress, these are their, this is their living. This is how they're making a living. Right. Whether it's because of economic means or society means, or she's a single mom and she needs to do a little extra money, but she's really, you know, getting her engineering degree during the day, whatever it may be, it doesn't matter. She doesn't have to be doing anything extra to be a real person. This is a woman who is trying to make a living. And, and so when you pay her, you're helping support that living. And that's how I think of it because I'm going to be honest with you. I love strip clubs. I love them because number one, they have the best food. And number wait, two, whoa, whoa, wait, stop, 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 stop. Strip clubs have food? Yes. Get the fuck out they of here. They have Honestly, they have like the best. I mean, I, so when you, so I think you're not from where I'm from. I'm from California. So um, the ones out here, at least, and I'm sure I know the ones in Atlanta have the best food ever, like the best steaks, the best chicken wings, 
the best fries, like the best food ever. I don't know what they put in strip club food, but it's like the best thing ever. So this is like an upgraded Hooters. Way upgraded. Holy Way shit. upgraded. Because don't get me yeah. wrong, I'll go to Hooters like maybe once or twice a week with my coworkers. Oh, no, honey. You need to go to a strip club because they're probably going to have 25-cent wings or some kind of deal. They make their drinks stronger. And, you know, I, I, I like watching. The, okay, well, then you can have some water on the rocks. But, you know, just like I just like strip clubs because the atmosphere, it's fun. I mean, as a girl, the girls are really nice to me. Um, and I feel like I'm supporting them you know, in whatever career or job they're doing. And I'm enjoying good food, and I'm watching girls do tricks on a pole. I mean, I took pole dancing classes, and you don't understand how hard it is to lift yourself off the ground with only your upper body. Like, those girls are incredibly strong. So to me, I'm watching talent because I know how hard it is to do that, and I'm enjoying good food. So I enjoy strip clubs personally. I'm gonna tell you like this. I'm six foot six. I couldn't see myself getting on a pole. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's some pretty crazy male strippers that can do some crazy shit on a pole. So, don't underestimate the six foot six ones. All right, can you hear me, first of all? Now I can. I lost you for a second. Yeah. Anchor Axel, by the way. So, me and Two Gun always says I Anchor's fucking up. I can do that. Me and Two Gun always says Anchor's fucking up. If you've heard the show, we say Anchor's fucking up like three times a show. <laughs> so. I can but, see that. But one thing I wanted to ask you is, doing the work that you do for your podcast, for, you know, your blogs, your blogs and everything, does it affect you having a relationship? Yeah. Yes, it does. Oh, two guns back. Two Y'all guns can hear me here. better now? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, way better. <laughs> okay. All right, that's, uh... well, the question that I just asked her is, with her doing what she does, does it affect her having a relationship? And I say, yes, it does. Okay. Um, there have been some men that felt uncomfortable with me talking about sex in general. Um, some men had reservations about me sharing anything that I experienced with them on my content. Um, and some, but some guys are very supportive of it, um, because they know it's something good that I'm doing. So... You know, in the beginning, they never say it's a problem, but I've only had a couple of instances where things started to get a little bit more serious than just dating, and it definitely, the conversation started to come up where they felt uncomfortable. Um, they started sliding in, like, the YouTube comments to try to, like, combat other men saying things to me, and I was like, you can't do that. Um, <laughs> please yes. stop doing that. One thing about um, strip clubs is they don't allow the men who are dating the strippers to come in and, you know, watch. I do know that for a fact. Yeah, because they cause problems. They cause problems, and they they mess with the client's house, so. You better make these guys sign a waiver. All right, who's the longest? I agree. I know. Wow. I, I'm, like, really right now? Oh, that's where <laughs> you're at. That's me. No, that's me. I'm in like a parking structure and someone's car alarm is going off. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Sorry. No, you did, you did. But, um, another I think question. Oh, go ahead. Hmm? I said I didn't get to comment on a lot of the stuff you were talking about. Oh, that's why you got to go back and listen to the show too, then. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, she, all right, let me just. I wanted to up. comment on blowjob thing. Oh, go ahead. Like, uh, if somebody's not giving you head, how does it even get I did not catch that. I say if somebody enjoys getting head and the female's not doing it, how does it even get to marriage? 
um that's something that you have to weigh your options like you know uh when i date guys i'm about to have my master's degree do i want a man who has a high school diploma or do i want a man who has a master's degree like me you're gonna have to weigh your options like what what can you sacrifice and what can you not oh, you and know, it puts me out the running already because all i got is a high school <laughs> um, but uh yeah if you if you need to have blowjobs in your life on a regular basis then you need to have that conversation with the woman that you're dating when you start to notice that's not something she likes doing and at the end of the day if she says i'm not i don't want to do it and you say well i need it then you go your separate ways you have to decide for yourself what you need in a relationship. And if that person's not willing right. to do that, that's okay. All right, cool. I, I got a question. Yeah, if you're not going to get down on your knee, I'm not going to get down either. Boom. <laughs> that's fine. You don't have to. But some men are okay with if a woman doesn't want to give what she wants to receive, they're okay with that. Because to be honest, which is a weird I guess it's a weird concept to me how much men love to eat pussy. And it's just well, like, it's almost too, it's a weird concept to the degree at which men like to do it. Not even like, I like doing, you know, I like giving blowjobs because it gives me pleasure, but I'm not over here like literally thinking about feasting on the dick all day long. But men really do think about that. And they just absolutely love it to the point where they could do it for an hour and not even have insertion sex they could just eat all day long nah if I'm eating you fucking something you, know what I mean? <laughs> you at least gotta keep the tip or something like Jesus like, no some men don't even don't even want to have sex sex they just want to you know give oral do you That's find it. this more in white men or black men do I find this more in what He's a white men or more. black men I'm sorry, you both were talking at the oh, same I'm time. Sorry. He says, do you find this more in white men or black men? You know, men I'm going to share something with you. I've never had sex with a white man. Well, wow. you have it. <laughs> well, listen. listen. Like so I don't know. Delegation. We like getting <laughs> Oh, no. We've already adopted Nasty Nelly. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because um, I have a friend who she she dates strictly white men, okay. and she just went on a date and she said that um, that's all he wanted to do. It's just to, he she said he ate her out for an hour. What? And I was like, oh my god, that's way too long. Wait a minute, did she re- uh, did she return the favor at least? I did not ask her that. I didn't ask her. Um, I want to, like, when I when I get the deets on my friends, you know, sexual experiences, I like to do it in person. I haven't seen her yet. But, um, yeah, that's what was, was, like, the highlight of that date. I mean, she's gone on, like, five dates this week, so that was, like, the highlight of that particular one. But I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love eating pussy, but after about 20 minutes, I'm like, yo, are we doing this or not? Like, because <laughs> I got... After how many minutes? After about 20 I'm like, yo, we doing this or not? Cause God I damn, I'm like, that's still that's too long for me. Twenty minutes, something, something ain't right. So. I know. Actually, it usually takes a woman about twenty to forty-five minutes to become fully aroused to have an orgasm. I believe it. That's about the average. I believe it. If she's if she's coming before that, she's either faking it or she's a unicorn. Oh, she's. A unicorn. I'm a- I mean, I'm sorry. Like a lot of men are gonna be like, "Oh yeah, I can make her come in seven minutes." I'm like, there is a very high possibility that she's faking it just to get the fuck out of there. Exactly. It's like a little man down there, and he starts to kind of grab the tip of your shit. Yeah, that's called kegels. We can do that without having an orgasm. Uh, uh, maybe. Trust no. me, I've faked a lot of orgasms, and they always think it's real because it feels like when a woman really does have one because you master it down to even tugging on it with your kegel muscles. Oh, man. Well, you must have a very... 
A very what? A strong vagina. Oh, yeah. I do my kegels every day, honey. Keep it tight, especially after you have a baby. Because when you put the pressure on that thing, uh, it's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> like, try to do that. Never, I'm never am I at a loss of words on the show, ever. But I'm just like, where do I go from here? <laughs> like, like this is like everything that you wanted to know about a woman you have a chance to ask, and I'm going blank face. It's because you're not oh, used to it. Trust me, it's not. You're not the only person that. Experience you, gotta you gotta understand, Nelly. You're the first female on our show ever, and this is episode 99. Oh, wow. Like, the first female ever. Why is that? Well, it's so funny because, uh, you know, when you know women tried to get on the show before, it's either they would get too intimidated about what me and Two Gun are about to say, because Two Gun, she didn't even hear your nickname. Well, Mr. Nashville. Mr. Nasty. Mm. So like, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty. You know, that's how I proposed this to two that I said, what if we got somebody on the show as nasty as you? She's probably more nasty. <laughs> yeah, she's probably more nasty than you. And that's the funny thing about it. <laughs> like, one question I wanted to ask you, and this is going to sound very curvish, and I apologize, but on a scale ahead. of 1 to 10, where would you rank your blowjob level? Ooh, I hate to brag. I hate, I, you know, um, I want, I'm, I'm going to say that it's really, okay, here, this is, this is how I'm going to say it. I've had one guy, um, like, I've had a few guys do the whole like screaming thing, um, which they usually don't. They're like, <laughs> they're like, they're like, I feel like a bitch right now. I'm so sorry. I did not mean to scream. So they do that. Um, I've had a guy like fully body. I'm just gonna say based on what has actually happened. I said, what is your nationality? I am Mexican, Colombian, and Lebanese. Yeah, I believe it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, <laughs> I don't. I, I never understand why the race is a reason why I'm freaky. Okay, well, <laughs> I, you know, I don't have an explanation, but I will say this: I dealt with one Latina, right? And mm-hmm. I'm not a guy that taps out at all. Ever. Tabs out. out. Okay. But literally, after round three, I'm like, yo, I'm good. I'm literally good. <laughs> oh, yeah, that happens to me all the time. Say that one more time, too, Glenn. I said, I can't with that bitty, bitty bong bong. crap. Yo, like, I've never tapped out in my life. I, after round three, I'm like, yo, I am good. We're good. Let's just watch TV. I'm good. I'm literally good. I was about, that's what I was about to say. I got to the point where my toes curled so bad, my mattress was in dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally, I, I felt like a bitch. I'm like, yo, I'm good. We're good. And then, you know, she, and then she stayed the night. And then waking up in the morning, she's rubbing on me. I'm like, no, I told you, I am good. Like, you were good, good. I never had a girl tell me out, but I did have somebody make me. No, I, 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 like I said, I tapped the fuck out. Like, I was (laughs) sitting in a corner. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that does, that happens to me quite often. Actually. I got to the point where I, I went to the bathroom and I'm sitting on a toilet like, damn, did this shit really just happen? <laughs> well, I don't know if it's also because I, I usually, um, you know, I date older men. So I don't know if maybe when you were in your 20s, your stamina was more. Like, if you did you ever have experiences where you tapped out in your 20s? 
Like, I don't know. I couldn't be like the 20 year old me. Because the 20 year old me would, after about an hour, be like, yo, I'm good. Exactly. Like, I don't. I can't hear anything he says, so you're going to have to translate what he says. 20 year old him would be like 10 minutes and he's good. Okay. Interesting. I don't know. But I don't know what it is. The older me, I can go for maybe about, you know, hour and a half. And then I'm just like, all right, cool. It's time to take a break. Well, maybe in general, a woman's sexual stamina is just higher than a man's. I believe it. I really believe it. Right. Did you hear that? Because she's, she's not doing any work? That's what he said. Is that what you said? Oh, yeah. Well, some women don't. I mean, they starfish it, but some women do work. So would you classify yourself as somebody who does work or somebody? Usually missionary isn't the last position I want to do, which to me is like the one, probably the position he's talking about. Um, I personally like sideways doggy so that he can lie down on his side I can lie down on my side and kind of like push back on him and then I like cowgirl so I feel like those positions actually require the I mean especially cowgirl that position is all the girl like she's doing all the work yeah and then the other one yeah and the other one is kind of like an even 50 50 so the positions i like personally don't require the man to do as much work as probably like missionary position would um but yeah i would say like you know i i tried on like a strap on once just for fun to see how it would be and like actually try to do like thrusting motions and man like that's a lot of work it's a lot of work to be able to do that no, I just tried okay. it. Like I'll, it was just like it was at like a bachelorette party. You know, and one these, if one of these dudes like you fucking with that, I mean, you got something that I don't. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not into that. Like, if you've ever had a penis in your butt or in your mouth, like we're not gonna have sex or date or any of that. We can we can be friends, but that's that's about it. But um. No, yeah, I, and I tried the motion of, like, thrusting, and it was, like, my back was hurting, and my abs were, like, sore, and I was like, damn, like, I really have an appreciation like, for what got, men do during sex, because say, it's very hard. Put in work. Oh, yeah, they do. Put, they really do. put in work, but it's, like I said, it's so funny, because I got better with age. Well, as you should, because you're getting more experience. So it was one of those things where, you know, like, don't get me wrong. I used to be called a two-chump, um, a two-pump chump. Oh, God. No, I'm being serious. I'm not going to sit there and lie about my past. I'm going to tell the truth. I used to be a two-pump chump. I used to sit there and get into it after about a minute and a half. I'm walking to the bathroom. <laughs> no, you laugh, but it's the truth. But it's so funny because, like, once I learned body control, so on and so on, there's no way a guy can control his nut, but he can slow it down. Like, I couldn't control my nut. And how do you do that? I've always I've always been interested to understand. What do you think about to stop yourself no, from... It's, not, it's not about thinking about anything. It's just changing the velocity of your stroke. Okay, so you can't just keep going what you're yeah, doing and think about something else. Then it'll you stop. can't start off with the jackhammer because you start off with the jackhammer, your nuts are working overtime. You know what I mean? <laughs> so one thing, I, one thing I notice is like, you know, when I'm ready to nut, I'll speed up my, you know, velocity. Then, you know, it comes. But one thing I'm noticing is like when I slow down the stroke or whatever, whatnot, it's just like your nuts are like, okay, cool. We're not ready yet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, now that... I know that you've already gotten yours. My bed sheets are already fucked up. Then I'm ready to get mine. <laughs> yeah, a lot of guys have said that. They they make sure the woman gets hers first so that he doesn't have to have that on his mind. Oh, and I learned when he's going. I learned that technique as I got older because you know, once my body learns to read your body, it becomes more enjoyable, if that makes sense. Oh like, yeah. You gotta understand. 
the first time you have sex with somebody and you know even with your sex expert you know knowledge of mine the first time you have sex with somebody it lasts maybe about 15 20 minutes because you're trying and that's perfect say what I said that's perfect. Because you're trying to figure out this person's body. But as you get more comfortable with this person, you start doing more positions. You start having more fun. Because the thing about it is, it's like buying a new car off the lot. The first time you drive it, you're going to sit there, okay, I know this car breaks like this. I know that when I get over 40, it's going to start riding like this. You start figuring shit out about this vehicle before it becomes your vehicle. And the same thing in dating. When you first fuck somebody, you're figuring out how to do it, what they like, so on and so on. Because what you did to the person before, they might not like the order that you had it with the person that you had before. If that makes sense. Well, when you think about it, that's that could be true of someone who's dating or attempting to date this woman. But a lot of men are just in it to get their orgasm and get out because they're not planning to have sex with this woman ever again. So they don't need to bother to learn her body. Now I sound like old man because I'm just like, look, if it's just a one night stand, I'm done. I'm good. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's just you don't like having one night stands. No, no, no. I mean, don't get me wrong. When I was in my twenties, that was my shit. 20s and you know you go bar hopping this that a third so on and so on you find somebody that you vibe with you go back to her place or she goes back to yours and you know you do what you gotta do sometimes you really don't have intentions on calling this dude again sometimes you gotta admit you're in the club you see somebody you like it's getting to that what I call you know the 2 o'clock dash and you're just like alright cool are we doing this or not I'm not certain if it's for women like that, but that's how it used to be for me. It's just like, look, you know, I bought you a couple drinks. I've already let you know my intention. I live down the road. Do you want to follow me or should I go to your place? Because you know what it is. How old are you? If you don't mind me asking, I know you're not supposed to ask a woman her age. Oh, no, it's fine. I'm 26. 26. So you're at that point in time in your life where it's all about fun because you're not taking shit seriously but school right now. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Yes, I'm going to correct you because I wouldn't put me in that blanket statement. Um, I definitely do want to have fun, but again, my definition of fun, you have to think, you have to ask each person what their definition of fun is. One girl will tell you, and whether she's, I mean, I just met a 42-year-old woman who has a man and a boyfriend, and she was, I was getting my braids done at the shop, and, was, you know, she was telling us about her boyfriend and her man, and how she plays them against each other, and she's 42 years old. To me, that's not fun, and I'm 26, and so... By stereotypical standards, you would think that the 26-year-old is all about playing different men and the 42-year-old is about settling down with one, but it really is based on that person's preference of what fun is to them. To me, fun is having one person that I can hang out with, that I have a really good connection with, good conversation, and good sex. So... I don't, because I've done the dating different people. I've done the talking to multiple people. And to me, it's just not as fulfilling when I have multiple shallow relationships versus one deeper one. Now, yes, I am in, in school right now. And the reason why I am now single is because the last man I was with just a few months ago felt that I was not giving him enough attention and so therefore he required the attention of other females so I just feel like because I am in school it doesn't allow me to be the girlfriend that I need to be to a man because at the end of the day, you can say up and down to me about how you're going to support my hustle and how you support what I'm doing, but you are still a man and you are still a human being and you still require attention. And if I can't give that to you, then that's not fair to you. And then at the end of the day, when I find out you're cheating on me, it's not fair to me either. So that's why I'm in a place where I'm not wanting to be in a relationship because I feel like I'm not going to be a good girlfriend. But that's really where my happiness lies. And I will say this in closing because, you know, we've been on for quite a while and I appreciate you coming on. But I will say this in closing. <laughs> I appreciate women like you who know what they want, who say what they want. And even hearing a song on the radio, Summer, um, what is her name? Summer Walker, Girls Need Love. Like, 
one of mm-hmm. the lines are, I just need some dick. I just need some love. And I'm just like, that is bold, brash, but yet so honest. And that's why I appreciate you mm-hmm. because you're bold, brash, but yet honest. Well, I appreciate people who see it that way. So, in closing, yeah. let these people know where they can find you on social media and your YouTube and everything. Um, so, my YouTube is just Nasty Nelly. Um, and I also have a podcast, Cocktails with Nasty Nelly, where I tell all of my personal stories. Um, and then um, all of this can be found on my website, www.iamnastynelly.com. And then um, if you want to find me on social media, um, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at I am Nasty Nelly. All right. All right. So I always have my guests do something in closing. Say something in closing for us, please. An orgasm a day keeps the stress away. That's true. I'm Digga Jones. My co-host, <laughs> Two Gun Tony. Well, damn, he's not even on the line right now. Two Gun Tony is... <laughs> Yeah, I guess to gun Tony. But in closing, thank you so much for our special guest, Nasty Nelly. We thank you for listening to Digga and Two Guns News and Views. I am Digga Jones. In closing, I will always say drink water, take your take a shower. That's it. And Nelly, thank you so much for joining. Thank you for having me. All right, have a good night. You too. Bye.